0: glory and hallelujah everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 15th day of October 2019. It is a Tuesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. Big J back from a long night out at the Botanical Gardens. How was a rock show with an Idaho sunset my friend? Uh, it was fantastic. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. Ended up being the perfect weather for it and then uh, of course uh, Russ Rankin, Breed, and Clutch and dropkick murphy's all out there at the botanical gardens yesterday and it was a pretty good time all things considered
1: yeah yeah and you know got a chance to hang out with uh, adam as he did his live broadcast and you know talked got a chance to interview ken from uh, dropkick murphy's such a cool dude and so nice and uh, same with jamie jostin man i I love that guy so much um and you know russ rankin opened the show it was not what i expected he was he was so yeah cool man i mean it was not you know when it's one guy, it's hard to keep up that punk rock facade. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. It's like, oh man, not so punk rock right now. But it was, uh, it was a great evening. You know, and considering that there was a really good crowd there And, and I heard there was a really good crowd at Starset. I mean, what a wonderful uh, evening in Boise for rock music,
0: man Indeed, let's do it all over again tonight For another big show at CenturyLink Arena This one with Beartooth, I Prevail And A Day to Remember, it's happening uh, We have some tickets to give away uh, have given a bunch away so far uh, Of course, Beartooth is coming in for a Coors Light Corbin Ford X-Session at 1 o'clock this afternoon So you can tune in to hear some acoustic glory And then check out the show tonight at CenturyLink CenturyLink Arena, it's going to be awesome, and hopefully you'll have a chance to join us this evening for that. But this week isn't done, man. Floater, Shinedown, Papa Roach, Asking Alexandria, War, Highly Suspect, all before Sunday's out. Whoa. The rock shows. This is, uh we call this say, the, uh, the Aftershock Hangover. The reason why we're getting all these bands is because they're coming yeah. either, they were to or from Aftershock. And uh, so they're in the area. That's why the routing makes sense. And so it becomes a very busy time of year around October. And uh, not that we're complaining. It's just uh, one of those deals yeah. where it's like uh, you got to be on your toes, head on a swivel this
1: week. Yeah. So maybe you know, plan out your uh, your
0: your your you know time off next year. Yeah. Start saving so, up. You know, October's you, gonna be nuts. Yep. For shows. Uh, but it's a uh, very good thing, and hopefully we'll see you guys out there tonight. And you're I'm gonna take in. some time off next year. This time, <laughs> smart. Smart. We'll see if we'll give it to you. Probably not. Uh, on top of that, we also have uh, another chance for somebody to win some cash. Let's give away some money today, man. Here's here's what I uh, I think. we gotta we got to talk people into stop being so cocky, you know?
1: Yeah, be uh, reasonable.
0: You know, sometimes if, like, you were to walk around and, and you kicked around a $100 bill on the street, would you take it and walk away? Probably you would. Or hope that it turned uh, <laughs> into another $100 bill. Right, or, or go, there's got to be another one of these around here somewhere. Uh, and all I have to do, because uh, I mean, some of these questions are, are difficult, but that's the whole point, is uh, things get harder as you go on. And so sometimes you have to take uh, the good, the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts.
1: Yeah, out. if we did it that way with tickets, we'd never give any tickets away. You're right, you're right. Because if would be like, all right, do you win these tickets? But if you get this next answer right, you could meet the band.
0: But yeah, yeah nobody would, would never, ever need the van. Yeah. That's what ended happening. So uh, we'll try to take that into account and coach the people up here for the 8:30 all-cash $25,000 double dare, and we get started with important stuff.
1: When, when news breaks, us, we're the first there to, to muck it. Ah! Important stuff.
0: Launch newsfeed. Up the
1: morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: The English language is an amazing thing, Big J. For instance,. What do you call the season that comes after summer? Fall? There you go. Uh, 98% of Americans call it fall. Uh, Way more often than autumn. And, uh, of course, according to Dictionary.com, it's very interesting to see how we've gotten to that point. Uh, When the season first had a name, we're talking about the 1300s, it was called Harvest. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, And that was the first name for the season. So it was winter, summer, harvest... And, spring. and so what ended up happening was, around the 1300s and 1400s, autumn became the more popular name to use. The term fall most likely comes from the phrase, the fall of the leaves, or falling leaves. Those are phrases that poets liked around the 1500s. And uh, Merriam-Webster says people started shortening the name of the season to fall back in the 1600s. Also, British English and American English tend to differ. And in the 1800s, the British settled on autumn as the word of choice. And of course, back then, we were all, anything British is terrible. Let's come up with our own term. And so we're like, hey. Metric system? No, I don't think so. Fall is what we're going to call it. Screw those Brits. And so fall became the vernacular around the United States of America around the 1600s, and we pretty much called it that ever since. Although, in any of those terms, harvest and autumn aren't necessarily incorrect. Uh, I would also that tend to say that our attention span these days, uh, the shorter the better. God, we abbreviate everything. You know, I'm surprised the season's not F yet. So enjoy the fall. <laughs> That's how it became that way. Enjoy the Washington Nationals. Now one win away from headed to the World Series after beating up on the Cardinals last night, 8-1, to to take a 3-0 lead in the National League Championship Series. Steven Strasburg had 12 strikeouts over seven innings as Washington continued its pitching dominance that has held the Cardinals to just two runs and 11 hits through three games. Nationals going to try to sweep in Game 4 tonight at home. Astros-Yankees play Game 3 of the ALCS this afternoon in New York. The series is tied in one game apiece. And the Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions 23-22 in Monday Night Football last night at home, getting the win on a 23-yard field goal by Mason Crosby. Although, I will say this out loud so that nobody thinks that I'm, you know, one of those kind of fans. I do not believe the Green Bay Packers should have had an opportunity to be talking about that the trial. hands to the face yeah or the hands to the shoulder pad yeah i mean uh you know the first one i can understand it kind of looked that way although again slow motion replay i can i promise you it was not hands to the face it was a penalty that should not have been called and so you have that to deal with but then the second one was even more uh, uh, uh egregious and that is just something that i can't abide by so i think the lions got jobbed. i still think i mean the the, the packers were in field goal territory all that meant was the Lions would have a chance to rally yeah. down the field and have another possession. I don't think that uh, that you know it was one of those deals where it was like the Saints where it cost them the game, you know where it was like the game deciding thing the game would have been over. It was one of those deals where the Lions still would have had to have done something which they hadn't done much of in the second half. But either way, uh, I do think the Lions got jobbed and uh, and I think the refs handed the Packers the game a little bit there. Uh, that being said, I'll take it. Five and one's okay as far as I'm concerned. But to Lions fans, I apologize. I'm not gonna be one of those people that rub it in your face. I think it was a rough deal and it sucks.
1: Well, I mean it's pretty apparent though, too, that the the North division there for the NFC is, is pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, that's the probably the best division of football right now for for NFL. I mean, easily.
0: Yeah, that or the, the NFC West isn't bad either. I mean, the Cardinals are starting to <coughs> score points. Yeah. And so, you know, the 49ers are undefeated. Uh, the Rams had a rough game, but I don't think they're that team. And the Seahawks are very good, too. So there's a couple of divisions. The NFC is pretty much wide open this year. So we'll see who ends up coming out on top. Um, but as somebody that has lost a Monday night football game on a terrible, terrible ref call, uh, the fail Mary comes to mind, I say to you. Uh, apologies, But it ain't going to make you feel any better. Martin Scorsese isn't backing down, Big J. He can give a rat's ass what you think. He sparked debate earlier this month when he likened Marvel films to theme parks and said that it wasn't cinema. And he underlined his stance. Yeah, double double down. Irishman's closing night screening at the BFI London Film Festival. He said, quote, theaters have become amusement parks. That's all fine and good, but don't invade everything else in that sense. That's fine and good for those that enjoy that type of film. And by the way, knowing what goes into them now, I admire what they do. It's not my kind of thing. It's simply not. It's creating another kind of audience that thinks cinema is that. Uh, of course, I mean, no offense to Martin Scorsese, but you know, his film's a Netflix film. It's not even. Gonna, I mean, he's getting like four theater releases. So. But Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are going to be in The Irishman. That drops uh, in theaters. It's going to run in a limited run November 1st and then on Netflix later on that month. Morning After with Nick and Big J. How about we have some Send Nudes action in a few minutes? And, of course, we'll play some Streaming Dumbass, too. For those unacquainted, every single Tuesday we dig through the depths of Netflix trying to find a movie that maybe Big J hasn't partaken in in his personal time or his professional time sometimes we swing and miss at that as uh big J doesn't remember all the movies he watches it's only until he sees about two or three minutes that he goes oh yeah i've seen this before hey but man it's a lot of movies it happens and uh we try to keep it together and so in 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 that vein we're bouncing all over the place big J, there's no genre that has anything that ties these three movies together they're all over the place there is one common string however i can say with all of my heart that in each one of these movies stars an actor or actress that you are actually a pretty big fan of
1: oh cool man So
0: no matter which way you go you're going to see a movie with somebody that you enjoy in it whether or not the movie's any good is up to you and the people that make it are you ready yeah movie number one after his wife and injured daughter disappear from an emergency room a man becomes convinced the hospital is hiding something he'll stop at nothing to find out what he thinks is the truth general hospital the movie (laughs) movie number two bank teller michael banks learns that his house will be repossessed in five days unless he can pay back a loan his only hope is to find a missing certificate that shows proof of shares that his father left him years earlier but just as all seems lost michael and his sister receive the surprise of a lifetime when an old friend arrives to save the day or will the day be saved oh god Movie number three, a couple whose marriage is crumbling have a surreal experience during a weekend getaway at a very special house recommended by their therapist. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number
1: three? Yeah, skip movie number three. Okay. Um, movie number two just sounds ridiculous, so I'm going to go with that one.
0: Okay. Uh, you passed on movie number three right away. And that was called The One I Love. It stars Mark Duplis, he of the League fame, and Elizabeth Moss is in it as well. Uh, you passed a movie number one that was called Fractured that stars one of your favorites Sam Worthington and former guest of The Morning After Stephen Tobolowsky. Ooh! You will be watching a musical, Big J. Movie number two, Mary Poppins Returns. How is that a musical? Emily Blunt. You like Emily Blunt? I do. I, I actually love her. And Lin Manuel my wife. Miranda is also in the movie. Uh, so Mary Poppins Returns, because Mary Poppins is a musical, Big J. That's how. And so you will see the sequel to Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's just uh, there's nothing in that description that screamed musical. Oh, well, they'll find a way, trust me, to work a bunch of songs in it. And for, uh, if it's any uh, consolation, uh, people that enjoy musicals, I guess, said the movie is very good. So we'll have to see if your well, opinion. I'll,
1: uh, I'll just uh, watch it with a spoonful of sugar. See, you get it. Uh, well, I actually or, loved the original Mary Poppins. Well, there you go. See?
0: And you said you hate musicals. That can't be true. Yeah, that's not a musical. It's a Disney movie. Morning After with Nick and Big J with a bunch of songs in it, buddy. (laughs) Enjoy the movie. If you want to tune in tomorrow this time, you can find out if Mary Poppins Returns is any good.
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Big J, we start with the most important of important stuff. The Treasure Valley wants to know, did you replace the battery in your garage door stuff yesterday?
1: No. What happened?
0: I'm, I'm playing with fire, oh, I know. Jesus, man. Sorry,
1: I didn't have time.
0: You stopped home yesterday.
1: Yeah, but I didn't stop at a uh, store
0: to buy the 9-volt battery first. Well, you should have. That was what you said you were going to do. Yeah, well, that didn't happen. Man, this is just a disappointment. Uh, true story, however, I did go shopping yesterday and looked for 9-volt battery. I could not find it. I don't there know if go. there's in a special particular area, but I was at uh, Walmart and looked in the battery section and could not find a 9-volt battery. I was going to bring you one today just as a joke, but there weren't oh, any there. I could use used it, you jerk. Uh, well, I looked. It's not Thanks my fault. I looked. There wasn't one there. There were hearing a battery. There wasn't any 9 volts. Don't need that yet. Huh? But on to less important stuff. Another disappointing night for the home of Big J. But Boise isn't the only Treasure Valley town getting attention in national rankings. Meridian has come in at number seven, and a Wallet Hub listing of the fastest growing cities in the United States. When matched up against other mid-sized cities, those with a population between 100,000 and 300,000, Meridian claimed the number four spot, the study which determined the most rapid local economic growth in a comparison of 515 cities, considered job growth, overall population and formulating the ranking, as well as factors like growth in college, educated population, median house price and the share of households with annual income above 75000 Meridian's population was estimated at 106,804 last year, pushing out Nampa to claim the spot as Idaho's second largest city. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, cities in the West and South are seeing the most growth. So Meridian pops in at number seven overall, behind Fort Myers, Florida, Frisco, Texas, Enterprise, Nevada, Bend, Oregon, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, and Lehigh Acres, Florida. Wow. So, nicely done. Meridian's getting up there, too, man. Uh, as I said, you know, the reason why the these other cities are going to start to pop up is because, listen, there's a finite amount of space in Boise, man. And, I mean, we've pretty much tapped it out. Nah. Either you're building. What are you going to do? Take Get rid you of the botanical garden? South,
1: And there's still uh, some, uh, some foothills we can destroy. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's going to happen. Come on. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to go to the places like Meridian and CUNA and Eagle and things like that are going to start to build up even more than they already are. And so that's where some of this stuff is going to go. I mean, you can still head out uh, east as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Come on down, you say, right, Big J? Yeah. Give you something to look forward to, Middleton. Uh, The Nationals beat the uh, St. Louis Cardinals 8-1 last night, commanding 3-0 lead now for the Nats in the National League Championship Series. The Nats will try to sweep game four tonight at home. Astros Yankees play game three of the ALCS this afternoon in New York. That series is knotted up at a game apiece. Packers beat the Lions 23 22 on Monday Night Football last night. Mason Crosby hit a 23 yard field goal as time expired. Two fourth quarter penalties for illegal hands in the face by Trey Flowers uh, on third down were the keys to that game winning drive for the Packers. Both of them look to be bogus calls. But listen uh no offense that's par for the course this year the officiating has been awful i know it feels like we say this every year but i mean it's just it's egregiously bad and then they're refusing to overturn all the pass interference penalties that are challenged in like some sort of weird arms folded kind of temper tantrum uh it's very strange to me what's happened. i don't get it There are very clear cases of pass interference and you might as well just save the flag. And I think that's what coaches are doing now. They're not even throwing it because they know it's not going to be overturned. And that has to... I mean, it's maddening to watch. They just, yeah. just refuse to call an overturn to pass interference, regardless if it's there or not. They're just not going to do But That's not it.
1: just the guys in the field. It's also the in the, the
0: folks in New York. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but I, I, for some reason, I don't know what it is. But I'm buying into this whole thing that they're trying to... Not, They're trying to make it completely pointless for you to challenge it so that they can get rid of this challenge rule next year. Because they didn't like it to begin with, but they had to do something to quell the Saints fans who did get totally jobbed last year. And so they're doing it, but they're not doing yeah, they, it They,
1: they got jobbed and couldn't win in overtime. Or close to it.
0: It wasn't even close. But uh, it should have got to overtime. Big J, am uh, not the sure chance win the game. I'm not sure if uh, if if Hawkeye is going to happen on uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, Jeremy oh, Renner man. has yeah. got himself into a bit of a situation. Uh, he and his ex-wife Sony Pacheo, married in 2014. She filed for divorce for him later that same year. Their marriage and divorce stayed under the radar until recently when she filed multiple claims in a custody case over their 6-year-old daughter Ava. According to the court documents, they claim that the Avengers star threatened to kill her, put a gun in his mouth, shot into the ceiling while their daughter was at home. The 28 year old also accuses Renner of using drugs and would leave cocaine on a bathroom counter for their daughter where they could reach it. So now there's a whole he said, she said situation. Back in September, Pacheo filed for sole legal custody and physical custody of Ava and requested monitored visitation when Renner spent time with his daughter. A court hearing is set for November 7th. Renner, for his part, does deny the accusation. And says that she's got psychological issues, and that he uh, agreed to have a monitor there during his visits with his daughter. And it wasn't demanded. But I don't know, man. This seems like it's a it's one of those deals where if you're Disney, right, you're not touching this with a 10-foot pole, right? Yeah. I mean, you're pulling the plug. Because okay, better safe than sorry. Correct.
1: You would think so, yeah.
0: So I think we can say goodbye to anything Hawkeye related, or at least Jeremy Renner Hawkeye related, in the Disney Plus universe here. And if it, there's any truth to any of these rumors, it's justifiably so. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> and you know it
1: the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 the X rocks
0: Well, Big J Halloween just a few short weeks away so we might as well do a story that sounds like it came out of a goddamn horror movie as we go to Bagley Iowa for today's we're going to hell story it is a story of the Latina family L-E-T-I-N-A and they are doing their thing man uh, they have lived at their house for 10 years, Big J, in Bagley, Iowa. Haven't had any problems. But, you know, it's one of those deals where, I mean, uh, we ha- we knew somebody very close that had a pipe burst in their house and then flooded everything, remember? Yeah. Uh, it's not a good scene, man. Anytime there's flooding in your house, it really, really, really sucks. But, this is a rare thing. How about your house gets flooded, you walk down to your basement, Big J, and you find... Five inches of blood in your basement. Oh, not three inches? Nope, not three inches. Five inches of blood. Oh, okay. Oh, there's also fat and bones in your basement. Of course, the first thought is, my God, I'm uh, this is Poltergeist. I'm on top of some sort of burial ground, and they've come to return uh, whatever mistakes I have yeah, made. Yeah,
1: or it's uh, House 2.
0: Wait, House 2? Yeah. Starring Hugh Laurie? <laughs>
1: Was he Laurie starring in... Oh, no, no. The movie... Never mind.
0: Anyway, what ended up happening was the family, uh, for the last 10 years, has lived next to Doll's Custom Meat Locker. Never had a problem. No issues. I mean, the smell was a little off at sometimes, But uh, they never had any issues until this week. Here's what happened. Apparently, uh, at Doll's Custom Meat Locker, Uh, apparently there was a bit of a backup in the drainage system, which has caused some issues at the plant. They had been closed for the last week to try to figure it out. They weren't sure what was happening or what was going on, but apparently, uh, the animal blood fat and all the stuff that no longer was discarded down the drains needed a place to go, and that place was the basement of their neighbor's house. Uh, they had to get the Iowa Department of Health involved because, you know, having a bunch of blood is essentially a standing water in your basement is a health hazard, and so uh, they had to make it a biohazard situation. And apparently, the uh, the the meat plant has been non-compliant in health covering any kind of costs uh, attributed to the places. That they've had to go in order to, you know, there's not a lot of places you can go for huge uh, vats of blood to clean up. You know what I mean? Yeah, who do you call? And I'm sure it's not cheap to do that. But uh, on top of it all, obviously you would think the mess is a problem, but the uh, Latina family says it's the smell that's the worst. Oh, I I can imagine. It just reeks. Smells like death. Everything in their house smells like, you know, blood and animal fat. They say, hey, listen, it looks like a horror show for sure. Nobody wants to see it, but God, nobody wants to smell it. In the meantime, the family is continuing to live elsewhere while they try to clean up the mess. Many items in the basement were ruined, including a bed they were saving for their one-year-old son. The uh, Department of Health is continuing to investigate the matter, told the meat locker to seize its discharge immediately until they develop a permanent solution.
1: That sounds awful. You've been told that a couple times, right? Yeah
0: sees your discharge gross so uh the meat plant has been shut down the family still covered in blood down in their basement and uh, no relief in sight for either wait you've never
1: heard of house two i've never heard of how what, the movie me, house t- two no wh- no oh my god I'm- what's house one they're really terrible horror movies. I I can't believe What's House the Two is famously uh, terrible. It's it's pretty much like Poltergeist, but a stupid V version of it. Okay. And that. it's uh, you, you remember the episode uh, Family Guy when uh, you know Peter's got the 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 skull. No. And then it, it turns into okay. Never mind. I'm gonna send you something here. God, I can't believe you've never seen House Ooh, Two. man, I've never seen
0: House Two, House One. Seen a lot of. I I haven't
1: seen House One, but House Two is notoriously dumb. Like I can't believe it hasn't been a Mystery Science Theater 3000. No, I've seen Troll and Troll
0: Two, but that doesn't help you there. Well, this is right up your alley, pal. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Watch out for blood. There's your we're going to hell story. Rope this PBR style next on the X Rock. That is some corn for you and coming undone on 100.3, the X-Rocks. We have an opportunity for you now to go check out the PBR free of charge. It's a little thing we call rope this. We're giving away a pair of tickets and qualifying you for a VIP package upgrade that includes an upgrade in seats and some free food and drink and living the high life there at the PBR event, which is happening on the 18th and 19th at the Ford Idaho Center. Uh, And I'm going to have some riders on his show a little bit later on this week, so you can learn a little bit more about them and the fun that is the PBR. If you haven't gone before, you should check it out. You can grab your tickets at ictickets.com or right there at xrock.com. So 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play rope this. Big J has got his lasso up above his head. He is going to throw a rope around something. You have to figure out what that rope is. It could be anything from big to small to uh, metaphysical to fictional. I suppose, right? Woo! There it is. Yeah. Big J's got the lasso. It's ready a physical.
1: To it's a place. It's
0: a place. Oh, a place. All right. Hello, the X. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hello, dude. Hello. You there? Yo. Wonderful. Uh, let's see if oh you can boy. get Big J to figure out what rope this is, okay?
1: Okay. This building once held the home games for arena football team, the Boise Burn. Okay. You can regularly see the Idaho Steelheads play home games here. Thank you, Arena.
0: Yeah, dude! CenturyLink Arena! Yeah! 100% correct! Well played, Our my friend! Wah, 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 arena! And you are good to go to check out the fun that is the PBR. Hang on one second, my friend. We'll get some information from you and uh, get you qualified for that VIP upgrade. Clue three about the show tonight?
1: Yeah, tonight an arena show with a day
0: to remember Beartooth and I prevail. We'll go down here. CenturyLink Arena. And Boom. of course, uh, that is the fun. That is the PVR uh, not happening at the CenturyLink Arena, but at the Ford Idaho Center. So make sure you go check that out for sure. Uh, but if you want another chance to qualify for the VIP package, we'll do that tomorrow, guaranteed.
1: On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Won't somebody think of the children, Big J? The children. Halloween is right around the corner, which means trick-or-treating, Big (laughs) J. And with some states in the Union uh, legalizing marijuana, that means police forces are taking to Facebook and social media to warn parents, hey, make sure your kids aren't getting any edibles in their trick-or-treating bags this year. Yeah, keep that stuff far away from them. Police in uh, Johnstown, Pennsylvania are the latest, taking to their Facebook page, noting they found a stash... Of nerds rope laced with 400 milligrams of THC Ooh. in some sort of township. And they say, hey, listen, during this Halloween, we urge parents to be vigilant in checking their ch- children's candy before allowing them to consume those treats. Drug lace edibles are packaged like regular candy. It can be hard to distinguish from the real candy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but also, Vijay. There's, there's plenty of warnings on the, those packages generally. Unless you made them at
0: home. Yeah, yeah, they don't come individually wrapped. There's all kinds of warning things on them. Warning, warning. But also, I mean, do you know any stoner that's going to be giving away edibles?
1: No, but I mean, here's the thing, and this is a stereotype, okay? So I don't know if these police departments are stereotyping uh, the, 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 the pothead stoner who forgets what they're doing and hands out the wrong stuff.
0: You know, that I can kind of understand. That sounds more like a uh, Seth Rogen movie than it does a reality
1: story. Yeah, reality. I'm not going to give away all the money I just spent. Right. (laughs) Just
0: drop $80 on edibles. I'm not going to throw them out the door to some kid in a ghost costume.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I think that's a typical stereotype of of what people uh, assume a stoner type person who's going to be all edibled out is like. And that's not correct.
0: No, no. I think think it's a, uh, you're right. I think it's more of a trope that people are playing into than other things. I don't think anybody that uh, that does it is going to end up in it. And I don't think anybody that does it would, would throw that kind of money into a prank. But uh, I certainly would say fine if you want to check.
1: Sure, do screw-ups happen? Well, absolutely. I'm sure that that's the case. Uh, but, I mean, not on a, on a regular basis. No. Are you going to be uh, having that happen? Because,
0: you know, that stuff ain't cheap. But there's plenty of shrills, Big J. with Oregon so close that has legalized marijuana that'll probably be on the lookout. And I suppose that's fine. Do yeah. your due diligence. If it makes you feel better, I'd be shocked if you find. <laughs> and inanimate. that's why
1: it's so important. Parents go through your kids' candy first and take what you want. Teach them about taxes.
0: Once again, I have a, a uh, eight-year-old and a twelve-year-old that have no interest in trick or treat. Lucky. I, I asked. I was like, hey, what are we doing this year for trick-or-treating? They're like, nah, pass. Hard pass.
1: I mean, I Jack doesn't want to get dressed up like a sailor he or does, anything? He has
0: no interest in it. Wow. None. None. Well, I mean, and neither the kids eat candy. I guess that's yeah, the Yeah, They don't really like it. They don't really are into it, so they don't need an excuse to have it. Uh, they'd much rather have a cookie, and I ain't going trick-or-treating for cookies. So, yeah, they don't really want any interest in it. And I'm like, man, how did my disdain for trick-or-treating turn into my children's disdain for it. But all for it. All you got to be fine. careful what you hate. I know. I mean, I don't mind handing out candy. I'll do it all day I long. I hate pop music, but that didn't <laughs> stop my kids from loving it. Uh, results are in from the baseball game yesterday. 8-1. to nine, one. That's a final score. The Washington Nationals have a 3-0 lead over the Cardinals. Uh, Nats will try to sweep tonight at home and the Astros and Yankees will play game three tonight. The series is tied at one game apiece. Packers beat the Lions 23-22 in Monday Night Football last night And a last-second field goal by Mason Crosby. Uh, refs handed the Packers the game, no doubt about it. A couple BS penalties on Trey Flowers helped the Packers at least keep the drive going and run the timeout on the clock and not give the Lions a chance for the ball back. So uh, it's unfortunate, uh, but the officiating has been god-awful all year long on lots of different things. Tool scored its first number one song uh, at Radio Big J, in 13 years. Fear Inoculum is the new number one song in the country. How do you feel? Great. How does it make you feel as a person? Wonderful. Would you change anything about it? No. The song is the band's fourth chart topper uh, following the, the Pot, Vicarious, Schism, and Fear Inoculum. It also became the longest song ever to land in the Billboard Hot 100. The cut has a running time of 10 minutes and 21 seconds, and don't we know it, Big J? I'll give you a dollar if you can name me the other previous record holder. Uh, For a current single? For, nope, for longest song on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Until Tool's Fear Inoculum took the title away. Um, November Rain? David Bowie's Black Star. Oh, I had no idea. Nine minutes, 58 seconds. Wow. Tool kicked off its fall North American tour on Sunday at the Aftershock Festival. Among the highlights were a bunch of live debuts from some new songs on the band's album. Danny Carey told us a while back how Tool kind of takes their approach to big, gigantic festivals like Aftershock.
1: It's this whole different vibe when you play at a festival. People have already had to go through so much, you know, especially if you're headlining by the time you're on. You know, you don't, you don't want to just drive them into the ground, you know, I think... In those cases, less is more, so we're happy just to play more rockin' straight-ahead songs and not get too tedious because it's not that kind of an environment. We'll save that for our own shows. It's a good... One. We'll All save right, the man. tedious stuff for the... Yeah, <laughs> for these dumb Tool fans that love this tedious,
0: <laughs> long stuff. Uh, tool released Fear and Oculum on August 30th. Uh, it debuted at number one on the Billboard chart, and uh, pretty impressive, Big J. It's already up at over half a million sales. Uh, for the band so congratulations to them and go check them out if you get to see them on a road trip five thousand dollar double deer on 100.3 vx rocks yeah let's let's try to give away some money i'm tired of people not winning any money on the old morning show we need to do that today which is why we turn our attention to caller x who joins us on the phone this morning his name is christian good morning christian how are you brother
1: Not too bad. How about yourself?
0: We're hanging in there and fighting the good fight. We'd like you to win some sort of money today, okay? So uh, we want you to have some fun and hopefully win some cash. Cool? That's cool. All right, Big J. What are his uh, particular categories? Categories are
1: movies currently at the box office and politics.
0: All right, Christian. Which one do you feel more confident in?
1: Movies at the box office.
0: Okay. Good luck. All right. $50
1: here is your question. Joaquin Phoenix tries his hand at this iconic DC supervillain in this movie, which broke the record for biggest October opening ever for a film. Um, I actually don't know. Are you kidding me? I'm serious. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Christian! Do you not go to the movies? Do you not look at movies like, hey... Why would you pick movies at the box office then?
0: Because I don't know politics either. Oh, oh no! Boy. Oh, oh man. no! Listen, uh, there are strengths and weaknesses. Are you officially saying you don't know at all?
1: Ah uh, yes. Unfortunately. Oh. Wrong. Oh, Why don't God. you go to movies? Ah. Uh, I just don't have the time, honestly. Okay,
0: that's acceptable. Well, thank God you have the time to call in radio stations, Christian. Thank you very much. We appreciate your your patronage and your attempt, but unfortunately uh, fell flat. The answer to that would be what, Big J? Joker. Joker. Uh, Joker. Uh, I'm sorry all day long you will be made fun of, Christian, <laughs> but you're a good dude. You are a good dude, and we apologize. Uh, sometimes this is why we try to give the categories in advance, everybody, so you can go, you know what? I don't know anything about politics or uh, movies. I should it's probably. it's hard just- to get through on the phone sometimes. <laughs> I, you know, know, you know, I know. You've got to take your shot, I man. suppose you got to take your shot, but uh, I, I, if Murphy's Law has taught us anything, you will get through on the time where you don't know anything about either category. Yeah. So uh, you might want to pick your spots, just uh, just saying, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. But uh, that's it, Big J. Three days in a row, we haven't given away any money. I haven't filled out a form. Uh, No, that's less writing for Big J, which is good for his carpal tunnel, but bad. For the twenty-five thousand dollars all cash double dare, uh, Jason, yeah, we'll lose
1: our budget. It's one of those deals. We got to
0: give it all away, or we'll never give it get it back. Jason has another chance today at twelve thirty. He gave away two hundred dollars yesterday, so uh, once again, the the intelligent people are listening at the noon hour. It appears because that's when Ooh, they give away the most ouch. money. Hey, listen, I call I, them I as think they're just them. awake. They're just awake. Is that what it is? Yeah, they need a little bit more uh, opportunity to uh, get the uh, the glands going. We'll give you another trivia opportunity with pop culture smackdown. That's next of the extra.
1: Um, on the morning after with nick and big J. oh nelly do we have a morning after prize package for you tickets to a day to remember bear tooth i prevail the show is tonight at CenturyLink arena so you need to come and pick these up before five o'clock but we're also going to get you into some tickets to haunted world and our free x show nick
0: with wilson happening on uh, november 1st so that's just a couple weeks away it's right so it's a pretty good prize package. You've been dying for tickets to tonight's show. Now will be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. You have to defeat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Good luck to all parties involved. Good luck to you, Big J, as well. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. All right, well, you tried. Hello, The X. Hey. Hello. What's up, man? What's your name? I'm Daryl. All right, Daryl. Good luck.
1: Daryl, uh, this celebrity chef often uses the moniker, boom, boom.
0: Alf? No, no, no. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to remember his name. I can think. Of it. You can do it. I can't remember his name.
0: You don't know? Uh, Daryl. No. Alright, man. Wrong! Thank you very much. Is it Boom or Bam? Oh, I thought it was
1: Boom. Is it Bam?
0: Oh, it, it, man. I think it might be Bam. Move I'm move move not move sure to it would have helped the guy. <laughs> Hello,
1: the X. <ex>. Hello. Hello. <laughs> This celebrity chef often uses the moniker, BAM!
0: Oh, man. Is it all man? Uh, you, yeah, I know. I,
1: I have no idea. All
0: right, man. All
1: Good Thank thing you. I didn't use this for a question for you. You would have got it right. Well,
0: it depends <laughs> if it's and and the person cor- You, you would have corrected it. Hello, the X. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Did you hear Big Jay's question?
1: Is, uh, is it Merrill?
0: Meryl Hodge? Who? who? Meryl Hodge? Yeah, why not?
1: <laughs> Wrong! I mean, you have
0: half of the name right. And not half of the first name. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Do you know the answer to Big Jay's question? Emeril? Emeril. Emeril. Right.
1: It's definitely, Bam.
0: definitely Bam. Bam. Bam.
1: You're right. Uh, Nick, who was the first solo female host of the Academy Awards?
0: The first solo female host of the Academy Awards, I'm going to say Whoopi Goldberg. Yep,
1: that's right. correct. Uh, let's see. What was your name? Dave. Which movie gave us the tagline, you talking to me? Oh, You talking to
0: me? There's nobody else here. <laughs> you must be talking uh, to me. Um, Who the? Let's see. Taxi. <laughs> Starring Jimmy Fallon? And Queen Latifah? Taxi, Taxi driver. There you go. Oh, <laughs> there you we'll go. take
1: it. Uh, uh, which hugely popular American TV comedy follows the lives of Jay Pritchett
0: and his family? Uh, Jay Pritchett and his family. How about Modern Family?
1: Yep, that's correct. All right. uh, the character Jar Jar Binks first appeared in which Star Wars movie? <laughs> oh.
0: Any options?
1: Mm. Uh, let's see. Episode 1, 2, or 3?
0: Episode 1. There you
1: go. Right. <laughs> choice. choice. Uh, let's see, Nick. What is the name of the Hobbit played by Elijah Wood in the Lord of the Rings movies? Uh, Frodo. There you go. Right. In which city were the 2016 Summer Olympics held? Rio. Rio is correct. Right. Nick, what spice comes from the herb
0: called cilantro? Uh, what spice comes? Wouldn't it be cilantro? Nope. Huh? Cilantro is an herb. Yeah? Oh, a spice and not the herb. Uh. Oregano.
1: No, it's not. Wrong. Thank God you got this wrong. Coriander.
0: Coriander. Right. Yeah. Uh, good job, man. Congratulations. A day to remember. I prevail. Bear 2 tickets are yours for tonight's show. You're going to go check out some Haunted World action and our free ex-show with Wilson. Well done, my friend. Now we know your uh, weakness. Yes. Uh, spices made from herbs. Absolutely. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few short minutes, we'll have a chance for you to win some more stuff with Bad Impressions. <laughs> It's the new number one song in America that is Tool and Fear Inoculum here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J at 100.3 The X Rocks. The time has come for us to recap the damn Morning After Fantasy Football League, week number six, presented by Dave and Busters and Big J. If there was a sound yeah. that summed up your and I season, it would be this We're crap. We are total crap. Just want to know, everybody, he worked real hard on that sound effect. <laughs> It's not good. It's not good at all. But let's start with Vic J Fried Truckin. How's it doing? Not good.
1: Not good. Uh, went up against uh, K.O. Hood, who at the beginning of the season, we were lambasted for a uh, trade that we enterprised, uh getting me uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I sent him... Um, I, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, Juju and the running back for the Raiders and uh, yeah Josh Jacobs and I got uh, I got Elliot and then and Calvin Ridley so uh, here's what happened uh, I, I put Kyle Allen in he's the backup for Carolina uh, because uh, I have uh, Jared Goff and I knew that wasn't going to go well. Good uh, thing for at least I was looking out because he got 1.2 points. Yeah. 12 points It's amazing that, he got that. I knew that was going to be good. Uh, Kyle Allen got me 17 points. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, you know, at the beginning of the game, it wasn't looking good. But, you know, throughout the game, he ended up with 21 points. So that was that was nice. But Cooper Cup, I mean, the Rams just did not do well at all. And uh, so I didn't get any points out of him. Calvin Ridley got me 10 points. My tight end woes. You know, my main tight end is injured. Uh, my backup, and there aren't a lot of tight ends available. He got me .4 points. Uh, Josh Gordon, injured in the game, Point. Seven points. Uh, Tyree Kill, which was a last-minute, literal uh, entry into because he became active and wasn't supposed to play, he got me 20 points. Uh, that was great. Zerline got me one point. It was bad. The Cowboys defense got me four. I scored 81 points, Nick. Bad. Uh, K.O. Hood, you know, he had Deshaun Watson. That's almost all it needed to uh, to beat me, was just that one guy. Um, <laughs> and he got uh, the Saints defense. Uh, let's see. The uh, He's got some Mark Ingram and Edmonds from Atlanta—they all did uh, did a good enough to to take me down, man. It was ugly.
0: Yeah, uh, so you fall to two and four. I had a puncher's chance to go into 500 here going up against FC Boise. Uh, Kevin's team had a good performance from Russell Wilson, and pretty much that's kind of it. Gallaudet had an okay game last night. Jeffrey had an okay game. Zane Gonzalez for the Arizona Cardinals has been the best kicker in the league this year, and he continues to put up points for him. But I had a good performance out of Kyler Murray. He got me 28 points, almost 29. Uh, Le'Veon Bell had a touchdown. Phillip Lindsay had a touchdown. on Johnson had a touchdown so it was a pretty good run but let me give you the idea of the kind of season that i'm having my kicker threw an interception you understand that's the kind of year that i'm having not a lot of injuries which is usually my curse although we're a factor this week my kickers were throwing interceptions Which is costing me two points There's even a little asterisk by the score If you're wondering why your kicker's score is so low It's because he threw a pick in the game Crazy. And so uh, that happened for me But I still had a chance man With Carrion Johnson going last night I had a chance to beat FC Boise All I needed was uh, He out of desperation and he had nobody else He had to play Jamal Williams Who's the Packers backup running back Coming off of a performance where Aaron Jones had four touchdowns You're thinking Why why would would he see the ball? ball? (laughs) There's no reason for him to see the ball I was listening Last night On the way over the concert I'm like Why is he getting The ball Is, is Aaron Jones Hurt He Aaron Jones Did fumble once And I think Maybe they were Punishing him For that but dude ends up with 104 yards, a receiving touchdown, and th- So he gets 20 points out of a backup running back that he started out of desperation, and that's the difference maker. Uh, 111 to 94, your final score. And so, uh, FC Boise, congratulations, Kevin. You improved to 4 and 2. I fall to 2 and 4 on the season because it's been that kind of year. Uh, as we said, uh, the, the team that's running away with it is Hot Chub Time Machine. Uh, Dell's team continues to be undefeated, picking up. victory over Borakua. It was a pretty deciding victory. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Sarai had to go to war with Jameis Winston, the turnover machine, so that's never good. That was only 12 points out of him, but he threw five interceptions. That's negative 10 points, by the way. Never never good, but did have David Johnson for her lone bright spot, but just not enough to beat Tom Brady and Nick Chubb and Chris Godwin and uh, Leonard Fournette and the 49ers defense, all of which had double figures, and so it was a pretty convincing victory for Dell to improve to 4 and 0. High score of the week comes to Dan, once again, picking up his second nod with the Guitar Street Hooligans with a 143-point performance over Team Vesuvius, 143-110. to 110. You can thank Carson Wentz. You can thank Christian McCaffrey. You can thank Hunter Henry for the Chargers with the big game, as well as Chris Carson for the Seahawks. And, again, the Patriots defense, man. They've just been putting up 20 points every single game yeah. and another 25 out of that defense for him. So uh, it was a big win despite Kirk Cousins uh, with a gutsy performance and James Conner with a 23-point performance. 110 points, just not enough for the win for Team Vesuvius. Guitar Street Hooligans improves to 4-2 on the year. The closest game uh, matchup of the week we would call it between Came to the Dak side and Cowboy Killers. Uh, came to the Dak side, put up 124 points beating Cowboy Killers 124-118. to 118. Uh, Big game out of Dak Prescott and uh, Freeman for the Falcons as well as Chris Samuel and Golden Tate uh, for the 124 point performance. Uh, 22 points out of uh, Tony McLaurin, the wide receiver for the Washington Redskins and an 18 point performance out of Pat Mahomes. Not enough for the win for Cowboy Killers, who somehow has Pat Mahomes on his team and is 1-3. It's 1-5. Cra- it's crazy when you go right down to it. The Bears improved to 4-2. Craig with the 109-78 win over Pascal and the Haymakers. Uh, high score out of there. Lamar Jackson, who was a high scorer of the league this week. Congratulations to him as well as the Panthers defense putting up 21 points, which is never bad. Aaron Rodgers and, uh, and good old uh, Greg Kittle, just not enough to get the job done for uh, Haymakers. Again, Haymakers has Aaron Rodgers, has uh, Will Fuller, has Greg Kittle, and Alvin Kamara and somehow is uh, is 3-3 three and three on the season, which is another tough luck loss. But there you have it for the recap of the morning after Fantasy Football League week number 6. Thank you to Dave & Buster's. Dan, pick up your uh, card courtesy of Dave & Buster's for your weekly prize. Make sure you check out their football games on Saturdays and their specials on Sundays, including this Sunday. Again, we're going to be out there for week 7 of the NFL uh, from 11 to 1. Your chance to win some very exclusive tickets and some cool stuff from the X-Rock stock and the Dave & Buster stock as well. Bad impressions, they're next on the (coughs) X-Rock.
1: with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and a uh, nice morning after prize package here, baby. A day to remember tonight at CenturyLink Arena. I prevail. Tooth opening up. It's going to be fantastic, man. Uh, tickets, by the way, still available for you to purchase to that show. Uh, coming Sunday at the Knitting Factory. Highly suspect. <laughs> Welcome them back with open arms. Sunday out at the Knitting Factory and we'll get you tickets to our free X show with Wilson. So, bam, this is a nice emerald lagasi style
0: <laughs> package <laughs> that was a solid call back well done 208 287 1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play bad impressions big j has prepared three clues they all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less you're going to the show tonight as long as it's in your schedule to pick them up good morning the x How's what's going? up man you're up first good luck to you sir
1: now I'm not lazy here So just uh, bear with me um, First clue I like looking through The diary of Jane hey. People ask me How I came up with the name For the band I enjoy breaking From time to time Oh and my name is Benjamin
0: so I have to come up With the
1: actual guy's name Well or the band name Breaking Benjamin There you
0: go Good job. Congratulations. You're going to the show tonight. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Clue three was True story, I don't like flying on planes, and I won't get on one. It makes touring very interesting. Why is Benjamin Burnley from Breaking yeah, Benjamin? Yeah, I didn't I
1: didn't know if anybody would pick up Lacey Sturham either, so uh let gotta throw this out there. But it's been going on for a couple days now. Uh, on the uh, the Twitters and the social medias. Uh, them she is, I guess, doing an acoustic song with Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. Um and and but they've been been talking about getting together and ha- doing a band. Lacey Sturm and Bre- and Ben
0: and Benjamin from Breaking Benjamin. Wow, would that be awesome. That'd be great. I mean, it would be really really cool to see that together. I mean, I'm very I'm really looking forward to this acoustic thing that that Breaking Benjamin is doing, which they're bringing in like guest vocalists to re-record Breaking Benjamin songs acoustically and do different versions of it. And I think I mean, he's got Michael from Red involved. He's got Lacey Sturm from uh, formerly a Flyleaf involved and a couple others that he wants to keep as surprises, but I think it's got the opportunity to be something really really cool and then if something else like that comes out of this now we're talking pretty awesome yeah yeah but uh
1: they seem to you know she's been alluding to the fact that yeah a separate band altogether
0: yeah it'd, it'd be one thing if they were just rumors but every time the story comes out about it she keeps like sharing it and bringing it up yeah, and talking about like, it so i think there may be something there yeah and so that would be i would be all ready for that me too Uh, No idea when that album comes out, right? We don't have any information about that just yet. I don't think so. No. So uh, just keep your ears peeled. We'll let you know as soon as we find out more about it. But there's your Bad Impressions Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next. (coughs) That's hell yeah. That is Welcome Home here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And that wraps up the Morning After for this particular Tuesday. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on this 15th day of October. We appreciate it. Tried to give away some money today, but somebody couldn't get a joker question, right? And so, unfortunately, $50 for, dollar for question, Christian, yeah. he was uh, he walks away empty-handed, but a good man. And you'll have another chance to try to win some money today at 1230 and 430 with Jason Drew and Adam respectfully for the all-cash $25,000 X Double there. So make sure you're playing and listening and doing exactly that. And hopefully the categories are a little bit more friendly to you than they were to Christian today, for sure. Uh, but also, Big Jay selected a movie to watch. Mary Poppins Returns, Big Jay, the sequel. Yeah. Starring a lady you have a very big crush on. We'll see <laughs> if it ends up working out for you. Uh, and in more ways than one. With a movie review tomorrow. Don't forget, cores like Corwin Ford, X Session, Beartooth today. 1 o'clock p.m. Live on the radio. Streaming on xrock.com. We have a new 100.3 The X Rocks app. Search that for that in your, in your app store. You can stream it live anywhere you go. And then, of course, it'll also be on Facebook and YouTube uh, where you can check out the video portion of this stuff. For tonight's big show with the day to remember, I prevail in Beartooth at CenturyLink Arena. Make sure you're going to go and have a good time with us this evening as well. At that, don't forget if you're looking for a newer used car, Team Mazda Subaru is the place to go. Go Team Save Money it is a great place to get started. The website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir.
1: Yeah, and uh, Treasure Valley, uh, the spotlight's on you just the way you like it all the time uh, with uh, being up on everybody's lists and all that kind of stuff. Uh, here's your chance because yesterday we had, uh, I think, something kind of precedented where we had two X Rock shows happening. Simultaneously at different venues. And, you know, I mean, they weren't blowout sellouts, but they were both really well attended. So you did good. Uh, This week is a crazy week. It's your chance to show everybody here that rock is what uh, you are all about. So the show tonight, you've got Saturday, you've got Shinedown, Papa Roach, Asking Alexandria, Guar that night at the Knitting Factory, and then Sunday, Highly Suspect. So plenty of chances for you to get out and see a show and and show everybody uh, your ex rock love.
0: Morning after with Nick. Do it! I'm Big J. Uh, Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Taco Time. Taco Time is hiring and it's not your average career. Take it easy. It's not your average career. You can learn more and apply online at tacotime.com. Jason Drew is up next. We'll see you tomorrow or tonight. It's the X-Rocks.